This is the Triangle's Afternoon News with Rick and Donna Martinez. 4.42 on this Friday afternoon. We're sitting at 77 degrees, humidity at 80%. We've got mostly cloudy skies. It has been raining, drizzling on and off throughout the day. Looks like we're just in this uh, bad weather pattern. And with that 77 degree air temperature, we have an AccuWeather real feel of 78. Well, Donna, there's a very innovative project. It's actually a redevelopment project that's going on in Raleigh around the Washington Terrace area. And one of the partners of this uh, exciting redevelopment uh, project is with us right now. His name is Bruce St- uh, Stanley, and he is the uh, big uh, guy in charge of the Methodist Home for Children. Mr. Stanley, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, first of all, Mr. Stanley, tell us about what's going on at Washington Terrace. And first of all, tell us what Washington Terrace is for some folks for some, uh, folks who may not know what it is. And Washington Terrace was developed in the late 40s and was affordable housing at that time. And in the days of segregation, it was a place of pride for the African-American community and was considered among the better, if not the best place, uh, for members of that community to reside. Uh, but over time, it had changed hands uh, repeatedly, had become uh, dilapidated, poorly cared for, and had really evolved into a community that was a place of blight. Mm-hmm. It's a food desert. Average annual income on that 23-acre site was uh, under $18,000 a year for a family of four and a place of great need. And three years ago, the Downtown Housing Improvement Corporation bought it out of foreclosure and decided to redevelop it and to give people there uh, not only a new place to live and reside and be proud of again, but to give the community some hope. So what are the plans for this 23-acre site? Well, the 23-acre site uh, will include uh, some townhomes that are about uh, 1,400 square feet. and wow. They are being aimed as affordable housing for people who earn between thirty-five dollars and $65,000 a year. They also made a core commitment to have some subsidized housing for people who had been resident there. And then there also is a senior citizen component. And as the residents of the community at the time it was purchased in foreclosure and some of the old-time residents were being interviewed and asked by Downtown Housing Improvement Corporation about what their dream and vision would be, they all, uh, without exception, indicated that the community needed a high-quality early childhood program and said that if they were going to keep from lapsing back into blight, that their children needed a chance uh, to have the best educational opportunity because many of them were sadly behind the first day they started school. Mm, Terrible. Bruce, why is the uh, Methodist Home for Children involved in this? Yeah, and how are you involved? Well, Downtown Housing Improvement Corporation came to us and said that they were going to put up a structure, but that their expertise uh, was in financing, interest rates, and construction, and that they did not know. Uh, developmental stages, learning theory, and that they needed a partner to come operate the program for them. And you guys stepped up? And we stepped up. (laughs) There you go. At their their invitation. For 18 years, we've operated the Jordan Center at the corner of Glenwood and Wade and have evidence-based curriculum and discipline and have, um, we hope, proven ourselves to be a good model of the community. So we are going to replicate that program in some ways and develop uh, some nuances to it that will be new in other ways. Well, I hope you don't think I'm rude, but, um, you know, you got a good thing going there, Methodist Home for Children. You know, why the heck did you want to get involved in something as um, risky as this? Because this is not going to be an easy task. 
It, it is not, and quality child care is extraordinarily expensive. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, it is vital uh, for us all. And Methodist Home for Children is the largest provider of residential alternatives uh, for juvenile offenders uh, in the state of North Carolina. But we don't want to be. We don't want to do remedial work. We need, we know that intervention and prevention matters. And so even while there is uh, some risk involved in this, we think it's vital that we provide our children at this young age the very best learning experience that uh, is possible. Well, you got affordable housing, you got child care, you've got uh, you know services for seniors. I'm assuming that you probably got some big government uh, help uh, HUD or somebody <laughs> knocking at your door. <laughs> well, that's one of the things about Methodist Hope for Children is that we uh, hope we are a great public-private partnership. And while we will be uh, receiving some children as part of the NC Pre-K program, uh, a lot of the money uh, that we've got to ha- that we have to raise in order to build this and get this program operated comes from the community and uh, from the faith-based uh, world. So you're essentially doing this without government. You have government clients, but I don't see uh, the governor or the mayor down there presenting you a big check. Do I got that right? You have that 100% correct. That that is exactly right. That is uh, all upon Methodist Home for Children. That's part of our mission, part of our ministry. Well, Bruce, in in light of that, how can people who are listening to us right now um, help your organization to help all these kids and help seniors as well? Well, one of the great things that uh, happened today is that the Don and Barbara Curtis Foundation stepped forward, and we are happy to announce uh, that they have made a lead gift, and we are uh, naming the center the Barbara Curtis Center uh, in honor of her uh, she began her work as an educator and throughout her life has been active at Eden Street United Methodist Church with child care programs and with youth group. And so that is a, a beautiful lead gift, but we need more to follow. And we need contributions for the uh, Barbara Curtis Center and for Methodist Home for Children to be able to continue. And so any any gifts we could have to um, follow those would be greatly appreciated. And Bruce, where would people go um, to um, find out how they can help you and make that donation or get involved with your organization in another way? Easiest thing to do would be go online. Our website is our agency's initials. It is M-H-F-C, MethodistHomeForChildren.org. And there you'll see uh, see quickly uh, on the masthead opportunities to give and all of our emails. So anybody who's interested in getting personally engaged, we'd love to hear from you. Well, Mr. Stanley, let me congratulate you on getting this thing uh, started. Let me congratulate you on getting uh, hooked up with DHIC uh, because uh, there's a heck of a lot easier way to do things, and you guys got a stellar reputation. And you know, you could have just kept uh, you know kept on doing what you were doing, but I tell you, this is a very uh, significant. Uh, project that you were taking out has a lot of risk in it, and uh, it's not the easiest thing to do. So, c- congratulations to you, and and the best wishes to you, uh, to all the and all of your staff and and folks. Open up your wallet. And well, thank you, we appreciate that. You know, and Bruce, I think it's a great example of uh, when we talk about individuals helping other individuals. You know, it, and um, I think that's a, a great thing where people can get together and they can. Um, form um, essentially a community to help other people in need and really build out a, a better um, a better possibility, better opportunities for those kids and, and for seniors who've, you know, had, they've lived their lives and now uh, we need to help them in when uh, they are in need. So Bruce Stanley is with the Methodist Home for Children. Bruce, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. Appreciate it.